0: what's going on according to sources the podcast right here you got at sd2 mike sean davis of course my cohorts Partners in Crime at C4 Dunk, Chris Kaysen, and Mr. Crawford 4D, Brian Crawford. Down, down in the dirty south on some uh, dastardly type stuff, the agitator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have in the building, man, look, family, I'll just leave it at that. My guy, Eugene McIntosh, Terrence Tomlin, known to most of you all as the Biggs. Right, right here on A2S. Yeah. Go right now. Subscribe to A2S Network right now, SoundCloud, and also on iTunes. You'll get all of our previous podcasts. There's hot fire we're about to spit on this episode and all future podcasts. Follow us all once again at SD2 mikes at C4 Dunk, at Mr. Crawl4D, at Stay Humble, and at Tomlin Does It. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get into it, man. You guys just threw an incredible event. Benny the Butcher, I heard Ben Spencer, everybody was talking about how epic it was. Just talk about the event and what you got coming. I know you got something coming this summer for the people.
1: Well, first off, I want to say we appreciate everybody that was in the building that came to break bread with the brothers, man. Me and Terrence and 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 the partners, we always talk about... The, the fans and, and, and the people that buy tickets to these events and these things that they attend, they don't really care or or really know what it takes to, to make those things work when you're trying to perfect it behind the scenes. So it was a lot of work involved. Shout out to T-Tom. Shout out to my boy Terrence from uh, Smoked Out Saturdays. But yeah, we just wanted to make sure that we gave the people what they wanted. We did the show back in August. It uh, had great reviews. So we just wanted to one-up that one, man. And then you know, we had Westside and Conway as special guests. So when Westside and Conway came out, they sent the deck up. So it was all around. Uh, it was an all-around great show. And, again, we just want to shout out the people that uh, came and broke bread with us. I know
0: you had previous experience as far as managing I'd
1: uh, never, right? never do it again. you never yeah. do
0: it
2: again? Oh, no. <laughs> never, ever. The, the jersey is in the rafters on that
1: side. Yeah, my, my jersey, my, my managing jersey is in the rafters, man. I, I I wouldn't take I wouldn't take the experience back. I learned a lot, signed a record deal, met a bunch of new friends. And um yeah, I would but I would never do that again. And I'm it's it's just like being a father. You know about being a father. Yeah. You
2: gotta know when it's time to grow up. No, but it's it's definitely always special when you can throw, you know, a real hip hop show and it go through as smoothly as it has the last two years for us. Uh, so like Gene said, shout out to everybody that has something to do with it. Everybody that, you know, came and broke bread with us and got in the crowd and, and went crazy for everybody that we had in store for him. So, man, you definitely look out for what we got in store next, man. You know, we already having conversations about how we can one up, you know, that experience to do something even more special.
0: So are you going to keep a small venue or are we talking about expanding to eventually festivals
1: and things like that? When uh, will talk about the hardcore hip hop. Well, well. The thing is about this, you know, people been hitting me up asking me what's next. Can we book these people, this, this, that, and the other? It's like the big thing about this is the loyalty part. Benny and um his manager Jake and his his partner in crime from a long time ago, uh, City Boy, they said they have four or five different offers to come back this year. But they said they city boy told me benny said no nah, man we if it ain't going through eugene and then we not doing it yes, so sir. that's a big that's a big thing of why this is going on it's not even about the money it's not about none of that it's about the, the bond that we've built with those guys they like extended family
2: exactly so
1: really i'm only it's, for me it's buffalo it's grizelda nothing i'm not really looking to do nothing <laughs> with nobody else <laughs>
2: yeah you know how we get down sd man everybody that we do our thing with is family it wasn't any different on Friday
1: night, man. So, uh, yeah, man, we're we looking to keep building with those guys. And man. it's definitely about moving to a new venue because I had so to, another thing. People slept on the pre-sales we, every As day. every why you
2: said that. Snooze. If you were promoting pre-sale like crazy. Brother.
1: Yeah. A lot people, of people took advantage, but it's, it's always a few. Yeah. And, and, and it'd be your us. guys, too. I try to tell the guys, Joe, cop a pre-sale so you can make sure you get in. It was about 40 people that hit me up that couldn't get in. And they I'm like, want you to sneak them in the back door. Ain't nothing moving, Sneak bro. me in the side door. Now, we're, now, now You're not putting me in jeopardy with the venue, so we can't. You know they already don't want us there anyway. Right. So, no. So, nah, so, it was about 40, 50 people that couldn't get in. So, we was already we were over capacity. We sold that boy out. So, it's definitely about moving to a bigger venue next time. We already got the move in motion. I'll just let y'all know right now. Ben, Benny Conway and Westside coming back this summer. sponsored about the bigs and smoked out Saturdays. days. We just gotta find a, a a bigger spot to accommodate everybody. BC, that hangover. Yo, <laughs> you,
0: you talking about the hangover from the liquor or just from the hop?
3: Man, just from the hop, man. You know, yeah. like <laughs> man, them boys, like man, Griselda, like I'm just like that's all I listen to, fam. Like that's it. Like all this rap, you know, that's out nowadays. Like I had disconnected myself from the music because I just wasn't feeling it. And, um, you know, just listening to, I don't know who I got on first. I think I got on like Benny. You know what? I did. It was Benny first. I ain't even like Conway when I first heard him. Wow. And then I got on Benny. And then from there, I like kind of circled back on everybody. And man, now nah, it's just like, like, like Gino said, man, it's Griselda nothing. Like that's it. That's all I listen to. Point blank. So just to be up there, man, to see them boys rock out, you know. Where I was at, you know, I had I had one of the best seats in the house, man. I can't even front. And that was, you know, that was all because of Gino. That was just all love right there. But just to be right there, you know, seeing them boys rock, man, that that was epic. Well, I've been watching videos on my phone all weekend. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, sir. you know, we got a lot of heat coming, man. We're going to spread it out. We're going to get the people what they need and what they want. But we're going to spread it out over a few days, though, B.C. That oh, yeah, like for
0: a, sure. That sounds like a festival coming. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Epic event weekend, the bigs, the hop coming soon. The hop, John. bringing it to the shot. <laughs> we were just talking about before we went live, BC, and this—the last podcast you and C Four got into it because C Four said there is no way, no way the Bulls should be losing to the Atlanta Hawks by twenty at any point, right? Of course, they have a home and away. Trey drops forty-seven in a four-overtime loss. They come back at the UC. Trey, 18-5, pulls from about 30. Bottoms, stares at Chris Dunn. Second tech gets tall.
1: Dwayne Dedman gets another rebound, number eight. And he gets it to Trey. Trey in the middle, long three. It's good. Trey Young knocks down a long three. A technical foul called on Trey, and that'll put him out of the game. What did they call a technical on him for? Well, Trey Young just got thrown out of the game on a second technical after he hit that long three. He was
0: going to drop 30 again. Oh, yeah. Easy. Minimum. I really want to get into the rookies that we've seen. And I'm going to name these rookies, and you guys tell me whether or not they've exceeded your expectations or whether or not it's been a push. Like, uh, that's pretty much what I've expected or whether they've underwhelmed you. So let's just start at the top. Luka Doncic.
3: Doncic. Eddie. Gets it across the line against Wesley Matthews. To the left, he goes into the middle of the floor. Matthews trying to poke it away. Brunson trying to help on the screen. Doncic to his left now. play by Collison with nine to shoot. Stepping back from the hash mark, kill shot three pointer. Go ahead, BC. Better than I expected. A whole lot better than I thought. Um, I mean, that boy got game. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I will never again take for granted a European player who has been playing professional basketball since they was 13. Like, I'll never do that again. Like, I don't even care because, you know, pro ball is pro, pro ball. And, you know, Doncic has come over here, and he hasn't played like a rookie at all, man. You know, he got an NBA frame. He got a, you know, he's solidly built. You can shoot. He can pass. He can rebound. He can do a whole bunch of stuff, man. So, uh, Doncic it definitely, definitely, you know, Caught me by surprise and caught me off guard with his game and how he played. But um, I mean, I think right now, you know, definitely front runner for rookie of the year. I've seen people, you know, I don't know, somebody, maybe it was, I don't know if it was you, Eugene, or somebody, but I've seen somebody talking about him and Trey as like co rookies of the year. But I probably said just Doncic just flat out.
0: Right now, 27 and 5 on pace to have a better rookie season than LeBron James. So that's. That's crazy what he's doing. Even just turning 20 this past week, yeah. he just yeah he just left the teens. Okay, this past week just turned 20. Trey Young, Atlanta Hawks. Something interesting to see for now. We discussed the decision between Trey Young and Luka Doncic. Most people held Atlanta at gunpoint, saying especially early on in the season, like I don't see how you took Trey Young over Luka Doncic. But we looked at it from a cultural business and ticket standpoint and immediately said, you know what? Trey fits Atlanta a lot more culturally and selling tickets to get butts in the seats than Luca ever would have. Period. Not sitting here talking about who's the better player, who's going to be the better player, but, you know, when he hits a three and you hear Trey TL, it just fits. It was like, oh, man. The hashtag, that's for years to come. So when you talk about Trey Young, his impact Looking down the line for Atlanta, what it can mean, how he's performed. Gino, Terrence, what did you think about him coming into the season and what he's doing right now?
2: How are you feeling about the kid? Me and Gino were just talking about this earlier, Sean, man. You You know, uh, I go back to his Oklahoma days, and I always liked uh, that he was a showman. You know, he he had the game, but he had the, the extra it factor to go along with it. And early on in this season, you know, at Atlanta, you saw him trying to figure out the game and get in where he fit in. He, I don't think it was ever, you know, a moment this year where Trey looked tough. You know, I thought it was pretty easy to see early on that he had game. And to see it come on as fast as it has, you know, it, it's pretty impressive to, to get that from, from Trey Young. And he came into the league, you know, with a bunch of the talks similar to what Luca had. It, is it really real? You know, can he sustain it? You know, playing with grown men and, you know, Trey Young has definitely answered those questions. Has definitely been Yes. Uh, but as far as rookie of the year goes, you got to give it to Luca. I think he's definitely the front runner. Uh, a rookie playing at his level for the entire season the way he has, and I know Trey. You know Trey has come. Yeah, he's coming know, on. on as of late. Yeah, but, right. but you can't. You know, you can't knock what Luca has done uh, from game one. You know, you don't come in averaging twenty. You know, seventy-five. You know, and, and people think it's a game. That's you know, that's how you get people's eyes for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As far as Trey, man. Uh... Like Terrence said, we were talking about that on the way to the game. And basically, it was just that, that learning period he needed. Of course, he got the game. But we also talked about how the game expands. So we were talking about how they were saying, like Draymond and Iguodala, saying Steph is the second best point guard ever we now. definitely
0: going to get to that for his, because that's his comp that yeah. most people had was Have Steph. Him,
1: thank you. Yeah. And it's like, no, Steph isn't the second best point guard ever. But the fact that they would even acknowledge that is like, Steph has changed the way the game is being played now. So now these guys that are coming in are mimicking Steph, and that's the Trey Young thing right now. So it was just him, like Terrence said, being able to play with grown men, finding your spots, and just being able to grow. And I definitely think he's grown into that now. Like you said, the last 10, 12 games, his stats are ridiculous. But as far as Luka, Luca is definitely rookie of the year right now. And just him couple of weeks ago and he said the NBA is much easier than the pro game over there. <laughs> He's stunned. stunned it on these guys. Right. They should take somebody. to fla- score over here. Yeah, somebody should have flagrant fouled him by by now, but you know, it's a different league and whatever. So, But yeah, Luka is definitely rookie of the year. Right? Man,
0: what did you guys pick up after the game, after he got tossed?
1: Well, I was in the, the locker stand room. Standing Chris Dunn. Yeah, I was in the locker room and, you know, they were asking him what happened and he said, the first time, look, what C4 just said, he, he took a shot after they called a timeout, and Chris Dunn wasn't really feeling that just because he got his ass bust on Sunday. Yeah. Or no, on Friday. Friday. So he was feeling the repercussions from that. So uh, he kind of threw a little elbow, and Trey wasn't feeling that. But then he said on the second one, he was like, man, I didn't do nothing. He said, I've been busting his ass for the last couple of days, so I don't have to say nothing to him, period. Like And Chris Dunn knew what it was, so Chris, he, he got his swag up, man. Trey Young definitely got his swag up right now, and I'm feeling that.
0: And that's why he fits Atlanta.
1: Yeah, 100%. That's why
0: he fits Atlanta. That's why he is the face of that franchise. And it's so funny, Chris, you could talk about this, like what they're setting up as a franchise with him and Herter is almost like a miniature Steph hey. and Clay, in a sense, two dudes at that one and two that can grow. And I just think also the way he plays – in three or four years, big-time guys, big-time players will want to come and play with him. He's the type of dude you say, yeah, I'll play with him.
1: Where did Herder come from? I know that. Maryland. The shooter. Maryland. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Man, guys were like, oh, man, this kid is athletic. He was able to shoot, but I think he kind of struggled towards the end of the year in Big Ten action. Okay. Yeah, I think he had an
4: in- – oh, well, uh, it, yeah, just the did, NBA. Yeah. yeah, coming to the NBA, I think he yeah. had an injury. Yep. Okay.
0: For you, C4. Marvin Bagley. The Aliza with a rebound. To Farrell in
1: attack mode. Lobs it ahead
0: at the rim. Oh, my goodness. A catch, a twist, and a double flush thrown down by Marvin Bagley. And that was absolutely eye-popping. Another kid just coming on late. Out with an injury right now. Probably be out for another two weeks. 14-7-4. Average, but over the last five games, he's up there around 20-8. and 8. Now, this kid is somebody from Duke where we pretty much thought he would be the number one or two pick coming out. We didn't know what position he would play. Exactly. Is he a three? Is he a four? I never thought he would be a five. But seeing his game and being connected with those young kids out there in Sacramento as they make a push for the playoffs,
4: what is he showing you? A lot more than I expected. I thought he would struggle with, you know, just the physicality part at the beginning. And I like what... Um, Jägermeister did out there, Um, you know, just bringing him along slowly. I think there was— Not forcing the issue. Yeah, exactly. Not just throwing him into the fire, but kind of, you know, letting him get his reps. and um, But, yeah, he's a lot better than I expected him to be just far. And I think that goes in large part with just how he was brought along slowly. So he got a chance to learn. And when he was thrown out there— you know, he was able to learn from those mistakes, and it's not like a situation where, you know, with Trey, you you, you had to throw him out there in the fire. He has a right. ball in his hands, so he he's able to, you know, do a lot more. With Bagley, he had to earn those minutes, right. so, you know, there's just a different learning curve, but, you know, I think the sky's uh, the limit for him, just in terms of, like, overall talent, and I love what Sacramento is doing so far, I just worry about, you know, the front office getting in its own way, yeah. you know, as always. Yeah.
0: yeah. I want to go to his teammate in high school at Once Upon a Time, quietly putting up and averaging a double-double. The only rookie averaging over 10 rebounds. The number one overall pick in the NBA draft. 16-10 and 10 and shooting 60% from the field as a rookie. But most people will look at him and say, man, what, what is DeAndre Ayton doing? I haven't heard about him. I haven't really Seen the buzz around him, expectations, guys, underwhelmed or
4: no? He's in Phoenix. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a large part. That's almost like a. I don't want to call him a basketball graveyard, but <laughs> go ahead. It's, it's. I mean, it's it's bad over there. When you have Fact. a second year guy, uh, Josh Jackson not showing up to like a team obligated event, yeah. you know, it's just the culture over there is really bad. I mean, something needs to change. I know they got James Jones over there. They'll be looking for a uh, GM this summer, and he'll probably be a lock to get that. They just need an overall culture shift uh, over there. It's just bad. I mean, but Aiden has been having quietly a good season, but, you know, you wouldn't know it, just how bad everything is over there in Phoenix. Yeah, we could segue to another bad
0: situation. We're talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers, post-LeBron, Colin Sexton. What has he showed you? He's 15-3-3 right now. Thought he would be able to distribute a little bit better but he really
1: doesn't have a lot of talent around him yeah, to right. distribute
0: too so what is he showing you
1: same thing same it's like, thing it's like c4 said it's just it's a little underwhelming because of the situation and cleveland sucks that would probably be a little more basketball hell than phoenix if you <laughs> ask me
2: especially to to come in with that you know being a rookie that's the first one there after lebron leaves yeah mm-hmm. you know he came in with a lot on his shoulder and you saw how his teammates treated him early uh, a bunch of talk they was wondering can colin even play right so that was tough to get from it's your boy george hill yeah your teammates yeah. and you're a rookie but he did have a stint where i think he quieted a lot of that down and i like i wanted to comment on deandre and i'm sitting here like who in the hell was the number one okay oh yeah. right. that's how it is right. yeah you know and that's exactly what was going on with the cavaliers if you're not talking about tristan thompson and Everything that's going on with him,
1: non-basketball. There's no reason
2: yeah. to talk about the Cavs, right. you know. And we right.
4: forget Kevin Love is over there. Exactly.
2: Right. Yeah, that's crazy. You know,
4: that's he, a he's shame he had to go check. through that. Yeah. yeah. Right, I mean, I really don't he's feel sorry. Paid. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's you know, but yeah, out. But you know, eventually, I think what happens with that situation is they'll do him a solid and look to move him somewhere else. I'm not sure. At, but he's been in the league what, going on eleven years. I don't know how long if he can sit Damn. there through like another. I think they could redo, and uh, send him back to Minnesota and yeah. get, get uh, Wiggins back. I'm no, no, yeah. just joking. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't <laughs> <Yeah>, I, <laughs> I don't even know if you want Wiggins. I don't even know if you want Wiggins. You don't man. want Wiggins.
2: We just happy, I'm happy we got Levine. Yeah, you know I mean instead of instead of Wiggins, Wiggins. Isn't could a have trade. Have yeah, could have went the, the other way. way on the real. Be, yeah, on the rookie side, it's, it's hard to be a rookie like Kyler Saxon over there in Cleveland. Uh, new coach, you know, everything that's going on over there is just, It's really just, you know, like a
3: basketball graveyard. You, yeah. you hope that they can Man, Colin Sexton like, can't play.
1: Uh-oh. There it is. There's the
3: agitator. There on the, They're on the real. I've been it. waiting there's on you Come on with it, man. He can't play. I mean, like, he's all right, you know what I'm saying? But, like, him and Trey in the same situation. Like, Trey might have a little – well, Trey got a little bit more talent around him. But I'm just saying just from an individual like scoring type of perspective, like Colin Sexton wasn't at Alabama, so I mean, I don't know what the expectation of him was going to be by the time he got to the NBA. Um, he may be a late bloomer. You know, we talked about Trey earlier. Trey didn't really, didn't really impress. You know, first half of the season, but you know, these last few weeks and last couple months, you know, he just kind of been doing his thing. So individually, Trey ready for prime time. Colin Sexton is not. Um, DeAndre Ayton, number one pick, forgotten about. I think he he he's in a bad situation because they don't have a point guard. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with him being a big man, you gotta have somebody that's gonna distribute the ball. They got Devin running the point, but you know, he's going for his every single time. Um, you know, they traded for um the Tyler dude in Miami, he sucked too. Uh Tyler Johnson. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know
5: oh,
3: yeah. yeah, he trashed, too. So they just you know what I'm saying, they just need a point guard, I man. They need somebody to get the big man in the ball to get him involved. And then that'll make everything easier for Devin. You know, I don't think I don't think Phoenix is a is a is a worse situation than Cleveland. It's bad, but it's not worse. You know, they do got some young talent around. They just kind of got to put things in order. But um, yeah, Sexton, I'm not really impressed, man. Dude's been like this, like just been invisible. You know, this entire year. You like he might have a game, and then you might not hear from him for another month. You know, and DeAndre Ayton is just quietly doing his thing. But you know he. He putting up big man numbers. We don't care nothing about that unless you, you know, you coming down and you dunking everything. Right. He's not really doing that either. He got a finesse type game, but he gonna be all right once they get a point. But um, no, nah, I'm not sold on Colin Sexton at all. Um, I like Trey. I think Trey is gonna be fine, especially as he gets stronger and the game starts to slow down for him a little bit more. then he'll be able to start. He'll be able to show his game that he showed to Oklahoma at the NBA level. Um, but you know, as far as like Sexton not impressed, and I think Aiden gonna be all right.
0: All right. Last but not least, and I'll leave this one to UBC to jump it off. You got Kevin Knox up there in New York, who might not be there, depending upon how this lottery ball drops. He might end up getting pushed away, especially if KD and Kyrie show up. But when I, KD and Kyrie show when? up, he's right on you board. Gino's right on board
3: with you, UBC. You so Kevin I've Knox, been saying it for a year. You okay. have, okay. you have,
0: <laughs> you have. K Knox, how's he been looking?
3: Not good. Like I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Kevin Knox should be killing in New York like for real like even if they're not winning like he, he, he should be putting up a dub 25 because it's only him you know what I'm saying Porzingis is not there uh, Tim Hardaway not there no more he's supposed to be like you're supposed to be the man Um, maybe it's Fizdale I don't know I happen to think Fizz is a, is, a, is a pretty good coach Um, you know he come from a good tree come from a good situation down in Miami so he kind of knows what to expect from guys and I think you know he's a good evaluator of talent so if Kevin Knox isn't performing at the level that we think he should just based off the situation you know he maybe he's a late bloomer maybe he already peaked I mean I don't know but he hasn't he has not he's another rookie that hasn't separated himself at all like you know just kind of forgotten about like yeah you know he's a rookie but you know he's not making no noise so um jury's still out on him I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna just Say definitively, like I did say with Colin Sexton, but you know, I think Kevin Knox, he'll be all right. I just need to see a little bit more of him and a little bit more from him.
0: You know what? We're going to go ahead and segue right into some comments. Interesting, Gino, you touched on it last night up in Philly after uh, the Philadelphia 76ers went down to the Golden State Warriors 120 to 117. Post game, Andre Iguodala of the Golden State Warriors had this to say about his point
4: guard, Steph Curry.
2: It's interesting because he's, I think he's still underrated.
4: I still think he doesn't really get the respect he deserves. Like, I think, like, you know, he uses a lot of screens and guys think he can draw mismatches with him defensively. But uh, he's a real problem. And uh, I think I, t- I told KD. KD said, I missed him. I said he missed me on the shot he took. And I said, you know, y'all two are like Michael Jordan. There's no such thing as a bad shot. And, like, that's for real. And uh, people don't understand presence they bring to the court uh especially offensively what do you think it'll take to, for him to get that
3: respect over time uh he won't ever get it it's just what it is sometimes but when you sit down and have serious conversations that's what you you know Steve he's the second best point guard. Ever.
0: so yeah second best point guard ever Steph Curry and he's underrated according to Andre Iguodala and also Draymond Green chimed in and said that he agreed and said he goes back to comments that Mark Jackson made before he was ousted as the coach out at Golden State when he said Steph Curry is ruining basketball. And he says, go and look at all these kids in high school and even in the elementary levels, they're trying to do what Steph is doing. If you don't have that skill set, you shouldn't be playing the game like that. So BC, second best point guard ever, Steph Curry?
3: Never. <laughs> Never. And they tweak and they even say that. Like, I like I get it. That's your teammate. That's your man. You know, y'all done been to the finals. Y'all done won championships. Y'all get to see the man every day and, you know, in, in practice. And, you know, you get to see him up close in games. Um, I, but I think comments like that speak to, like, a bigger issue that we see in basketball. It's just about recency bias. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody think like, the players from their era is better than any other era and I'm not one to agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I came up in the best era of basketball, and this is actually a step back from that. You know what I'm saying? Even though you got good individual players doing great things, I think there's a lot of holes in the game right now, especially, like, in terms of, you know, fundamentals and things like that. But second best ever? Man, nah, just because he shoot a bunch of threes? I can't can't rock with that because, you know, that's his own unique skill set. Like, Mike was nasty with the dunk. You know what I'm saying? Steph is nice to trade, but Mike had a complete game. You know, Mike could, like, Mike can literally dominate the game. And, I, and, and I'm not saying that Steph can't or hasn't dominated the game, right, but right. it just don't happen like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen Steph, what, in the finals, what, last year he went, like, one for 11 or something like that? Like, one game out of them four, like, he just completely disappeared? I ain't never seen Mike do nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I Just talk about
0: the I don't game think I've ever seven.
3: Seen, yeah, like, I don't think I ever seen Isaiah Thomas disappear in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you want to go back to point guards. I don't think I've seen Tim Hardaway disappear in the game. Not that I can just remember. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. man, second best ever? Nah, I can't rock with that at all. I mean, your teammates, they supposed to rock with you. They supposed to say stuff like that. But it's supposed to be guys like us. we like, nah, man, y'all need to slow that down.
0: Let's go down a rung or two on the ladder then. Is he yeah.
3: possibly overrated? He's definitely no. not overrated. I mean,
0: underrated is what I mean. No, underrated. No, nah. yeah. Steph- I mean that's what they saying. Andre Iguodala said he's definitely still Man, underrated. Yeah, he just it for his and teammate and doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Nah. You know what I'm
2: tired of seeing? though? I'm tired of seeing some petty comparisons to Steph, like Kyrie. I don't think is no, you know, is no comparison anymore. Steph is definitely head and shoulders. You know, above guys like Kyrie. Right. You're gonna take, start something with B C right now. I'm taking Steph over over I'm, Westbrook. I'm taking Steph over only So you taking Steph over Kyrie. You,
4: you know who I think is. I'm I taking Steph over Kyrie. Underrated. I always like where's why doesn't Dame Lillard hey, man. get I, always, I was just
0: about to say that. Game, yeah, because Dame, I always hey, has elevated. If, it's because we Dane, know Dane, you, Dane, have been, C- you have been on Dane since C4, yeah, I've been watching Portland. I'm going to let C4 kick Portland.
4: that gospel. For yeah. years, and I was like, man, if you ever switched his situation with Steph, Dane mm. would be doing the same thing.
3: I said the same yeah, thing. I and got called crazy uh, and putting out bad opinions, man. Give me Dame over everybody, man. I'm going to with Dame. I don't know about that. Give me Dame this, over everybody. Yeah, but Dame, the
2: same Dame, thing, Dame gets overlooked. No, I definitely, I definitely yeah. don't want to take nothing away from Dame. I'm one of those guys who I who I wish, you know, he found his way to the Bulls. If we're not talking about Steph, I'm definitely taking Dame. But if you switch them, I think Portland is a little bit better than they are right now. You know what I mean? Ooh, I don't know I about think that. Portland is a little bit better than <laughs> we with, with, with Steph. You know what I mean? I oh, don't know. I think you got oh, two no. supreme leaders, but I think you got somebody with with a championship pedigree for real. When he, when you're talking about Steph, and you know, it's a little bit hard to see because it's, it's stacked up over there in Golden State. Yeah, you know I mean? but my question so is, so if Dame what is, was
0: on the Golden State Warriors with KD, he has two titles. Or what?
4: What can, yeah. can, can, can Steph star do there, right? that
1: Dame can't? Dame do. has Dame can do what Steph can't do. That's why I would take him over Steph. Steph ain't going up. Steph can finish at the rim. He got the fillet game. He got the floaters, but he ain't. Dame is just a different. Is just a different breed, man. He got that Oakland in him, man. Yeah, Steph, he's coming. Steph yeah. is is from the family. Steph is, you know, he's got that Curry in him. But you switch Dame, Dollar, Video Game Dame over there with KD, they get the tap in the wrist. Oh, come on, man.
3: That's thirty. See, look, a piece. the thing. This is what I say. Why I would take Dame over Steph. And this ain't really Steph's fault, but that's the kind of situation he falls in. Like, I've never seen – Dane been killing since day one when he came to the league. Like, Mm -hmm. period. He's been putting up numbers Mm -hmm. since he walked in the dough. It took Steph a little while. You know what I'm saying? And even, like, when he didn't have, like, this stacked squad around him, he wasn't doing the stuff that Dane was doing with one other guy. That's all Dane got is one other dude. And these boys in the West, and they win in 50 games a year. I don't know if Steph can do that. Like, I don't know if he can actually carry a team. I know for a fact that Dane Lillard can carry a team because I've seen him do it his entire career. And when Steph had that opportunity, and he may have had that opportunity coming up soon, whether he like it or not, uh-huh. I just don't think I just don't think that he is that type of player that can do that type of heavy lifting. So,
2: cool, cool. So where were the, uh, was Steph and the Warriors before KD came? They was in the finals?
1: They were champions. They and, won a the ship before KD came.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and... You know, you look at... They, it, also, the got, they also got whooped before whoop
1: KD They did. Oh, they, they also got whoop. Peter Luck. Oh, yeah, they
2: did. They definitely did. And, and uh, Dame has the playoff credentials, game winners, to send him to the next round. We've seen it all. You know what I mean? But Steph, I think, is just a, a different animal. I'm t- I, you know, the more we see him, the more I see him, the more I get more, you know, impressed of the man. You know? That's where I am with Steph. I don't want to take nothing away from when, my man I just say when Dame. the term underrated, I was
4: like, this guy right. has right. national... National commercials, <laughs> like I was like, what, what part of underrated? Like, I think I don't know, you know, if this this was definitely after the game, but there there needed to be like a couple other fo- follow up follow up questions, questions like, yeah, to what that. Do you yeah, mean what do you by mean by that? underrated? Yeah. yeah, I think probably what he's saying is sometimes when you see a guy do something so routine. Mm-hmm. You know, it can you we can kind of uh you know, just take it for granted. Definitely. But in terms of underrated at the point guard level, I was like,
3: Man, I think I think what he mean I think what he mean by underrated is the fact that Steph is not the consensus best player in the league and hasn't been. You know what I'm saying? And and I think probably in Golden State they probably think that he is, and yeah. obviously the fans think that he is, but he's just never been like there's even questions of is he still the best player on his own team? You know what I'm saying? Because K D is there. So in that sense, I think just the conversation, like West Steph like, ranks in the hierarchy of basketball players, not at the top. He's near the top, but he's not at the top, and I think that's probably what they made.
4: Probably so. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, and he's probably looking at it from just the changing of the game point. Right. Also, mm-hmm. like the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. You can definitely credit that with him. I mean, even going back to Mark Jackson comment, I mean, I've been to grade school games for the first – Eight possessions are like you know, 20, 20 footers. I'm like what? What are y'all doing? Right. i like, yeah. Get the ball inside. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's underrated. Crazy. I was like, no, nah, I can't call him underrated. no nah, definitely I mean, not. Nah. Wow. I mean,
3: yeah.
0: Never. Hey, you know, fake news has been like a term used plenty of times <laughs> in accordance with the White House and CNNs, but uh. It's made his way out to Los Angeles.
4: He said the number two point guard. Yeah, that's crazy. Cool. Was this after? is. Like, it like, yeah, like like <laughs> yeah, at what point did the media come into the locker that yeah, stuck for out real. to yeah, it like, had real. to be a beer. Yeah. It had to be a couple beers. And, and, and it, they, they said real Magic
0: real. is the only one in front of
4: him. Oh, he, play, he did play Magic. He said Magic, magic in is in number one, and he's just a
0: different style point guard.
3: Illinois guy, Steph. Crazy.
0: You know. Come on,
3: Eagle Dollar. Yeah. Wait a minute. Isaiah he
1: Thomas. said Magic number one, then step, So he skipped over Stopping, He skipped
3: over Zeke. Yeah. He, he definitely skipped <laughs> over Zeke. But that <laughs> Zeke Steph
1: Curry
0: uh, debate has been going on, especially on Twitter Ooh, and in social crazy media crazy. for like at least the last past two years. Yeah. The number guys would tell you Man. all that. No, the number guys will put Chris Paul above yeah, Isaiah above Thomas.
4: I, yeah, I've seen that. know, okay. I saw yeah, your I face.
0: That. that debate, BC, you had that debate. I've had that. I had that debate
3: probably six or seven years ago or you know, whenever like the whole numbers thing like really blew up and then I started to notice how like, you know, like the cat is this specifically Ethan Strauss, the same dude that um <laughs> that K D called out. Uh Ethan Strauss was the first one that I had seen trying to say that Chris Paul was better than Isaiah yeah, Thomas please. and I am like I took just I took total offense to that. I'm like, yo, like, I watched this man play. This man made me cry because I was a Bulls fan. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that you're gonna tell me Chris Paul we ain't never been past the second round. Is better than Isaiah Thomas. Not even. That's a dead conversation.
1: <laughs> BC. That's why I hate statistics, analytics, and sabermetrics. I hate <laughs> all of that stuff, man. Whatever nerd words you want to use, that they try to use to 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 validate their false claims or they fake news like. uh as D just said, man, I don't need no numbers to tell me nothing. My eye test is better than any number will ever tell me anything. They still
2: use it. That's why you still see the, the Jeff Tees is better than D. Rose type man, you know, type stuff. It's, it's, all, it's all the same. It was funny. I was watching in Minnesota and in,
0: uh, Indiana the other night. Marcus Teague was sitting front row Ooh. Whew, with his newborn. Lil Teague. <laughs> Lil Teague. And I was just like, look
3: at this reunion. Yeah, wow. he, he had a night. He had a night off for the G League. Oh.
1: Did, did he even? Does he even have
3: a job? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think he's playing the G League. Okay. If I'm not, I don't know. I could be wrong. He could still be on his brother's couch, man.
1: Ooh.
0: Wow. But it was just funny. His brother and Derek on the same squad. Yeah. Derek telling the front office, "Don't do it." It was just oh, too, it was too many narratives right,
3: right.
0: <laughs> I got a big kick yeah. out of it.
3: But going back yeah. to fake uh, news. He, was, he wasn't good at all. Not ever. No, Man. he wasn't.
0: Going back to the <laughs> fake news, we knew all the hubbub around Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers around the trade deadline. Well, you know, Jeannie Buss has come out and she's using fake news. And what she says is uh, all the news surrounding all the trade talk and the trade deadline and all the reports... They were false, fake news, and completely not true.
2: <laughs> look, Jeannie Buzz, Look, SD, she about three weeks too late. Three that. weeks
0: too yeah. late. I don't know. Whatever horse is out the barn, you can't get them back in the paddock or the barn. Mm-hmm. It's over with. Chill. Wait till the summer. You have an advantage. All the hoopers are in Los Angeles over the summer. So you don't have to create opportunity. Opportunity will come to you. Right. Whatever free agent you want to sit down with off the books. Before the free agency starts July 1st, go ahead and do it. They'll be there. Everybody's going to be in L.A. Do your due diligence and hope that Magic can get some help out there because, like Cal Kuzma said, there's something wrong with this team. LeBron, he didn't want to <laughs> say it. <And laughs> you
1: all, know what? He stopped short. He did. He stopped short. Hey, man, we all know it's LeBron, man. As great of a player he is, top whatever you want to call him. I think, hey, how about this take? I think he's overrated. Right now? Oh that Stop. you just talking about no. period his career. Period, man. Period. You talking about LeBron James? Yes, man. Overrated. Overrated? In my sense of overrated.
2: And you everything can't be that's three on. And six. He, he you, can't be,
1: on that. you can't be three and six in the finals. That's all I'm saying. Now are you comparing right. him to, to Mike. No. Or are you just I'm saying, comparing no. him to Kobe and everybody else that they look
3: past? I see what you're saying. You He's overrated. Is, yeah, man, you can't be. He's three overrated is. as a winner because for like as great as he came in, and, and as much as they've been hyped him up, like you said, the man is three and six. That don't that with, don't work for me. With some with some whips.
1: That's another thing I hate. You see, you see that tweet I put out a couple of weeks ago when I put that Bulls 91, 92, and ninety three lineup out there, right?
3: Oh boy, the man was huff. Come
1: on, man. <laughs> yeah. We got a uh, three-peat out them people.
2: But when it comes to LeBron and those finals losses, I'm thinking of one whip he had. You know what I mean? I know y'all seen the teams that he's carried to the finals. I'm not I'm not defending right. his record. Right. But you saw the first time he went to the finals versus Sweet. Timmy
1: and them. and they, He got swept. I'm not tripping on that. But you three. Nope. Name he, let's go down the line of, of NBA uh, greats. And then y'all tell me the NBA finals record. Jordan, Kobe, Speaking Bird. Magic, Kareem. So
0: basically, you are saying you gotta at least be five hundred in the? Come finals. on, brother. Let's not.
3: Come on. No, NBA. you gotta get five rings. Man, brother, <laughs> you gotta get five rings. He ain't Magic Johnson. What are y'all
1: saying? And for my for my first team, all history historic NBA. Man, give me Larry Legend at the three. Man, a guy that can go to the free throw line and make the free throws when they count. <laughs>
0: Shot at
1: LeBron Listen, to last night. Come with on, the game. Come on, S D. Let's talk, man. What's huff about Man, LeBron the problem like, look
3: the problem ahead, I have with LeBron. The problem I have with LeBron is the man basically he's always tried to crown himself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta let the people do that. You gotta let the game do that. You know what I'm saying? Like they go back to the high school when he had chosen one on his back and all that. But when he won that championship in Cleveland and the man basically tried to say that he was the greatest ever because of that. That was huff. No, bro. That was definitely
2: huff. <laughs> And everything that, that he's doing far. in response to, to how the Lakers are playing right now was half the zero effort on defense. That's you what I'm talking about, You see the man slam T. the ball off the, back of the, off the back of the rim, taking it
1: out. Taking it out, yeah.
2: I don't get that about LeBron because when he signed with, with Los Angeles... He knew what it was. You knew what it was. But you know year. why he
1: signed? He signed to live his afterlife, man. To, it ain't about winning A no R shit. R yeah, man. We'll get his two chains on. You, you questioning, you questioning hey, by the, the way, guy.
0: much better than I expected.
5: Man. Oh, no, it doubt. is. Much, much album. better yes. album
0: than let's I expected. Let's not give LeBron. No, nah. Shane, too much but Chain said, said that. Chain right. yeah. said he came in, the album was done. Right. He just kind of went through the songs with him and gave his <laughs> opinion about the songs that he liked the most. So
2: BC man, finding man. himself as an AR too, huh? So he's, yeah, overrated no. as an AR yeah, as well. Yeah, but that's the, that's the thing
4: right there. And it's kind of similar to the situation in Boston you have two factions within the same team i mean lebron unquestioned best player in the league like for the for the longest but they're looking at him like like dude you're questioning us you out here promoting an album that just dropped you're promoting a movie that you're working on this summer, and, and, you're the, talking and about, the ship is sinking. Yeah, you're talking about our
2: effort. Come a- on, bro. A- ain't he yeah. got a show
4: that HBO
2: currently. Yeah, you got yeah.
3: An HBO. And he records so, now. Yeah, I don't know. Why. Here's the here's the open secret about LeBron James, man. He uh, like like as much as teammate stuff and all these. Man, he always been about himself. Period. Everything's been all about him. Period. Point blank. Like I said on the show last time. Look, man, and I even tweeted. I said all the time. Like LeBron is the type of dude. We win because of me, we lose because of y'all. Yeah. I'm great, y'all suck. Yeah. And that go from the teammates on to the coaches. Like the man has literally ran his whole NBA career like that. So now you out in LA, you're in the West, y'all getting dragged, you know. Nobody wants to come play with you. That's the other open secret about LeBron. Nobody yeah. don't want nobody wants to come play with LeBron. Right. So I don't know what they're thinking in LA other than trying to fill seats. But the man is like he is you can only count on him when things are going good. When it's going bad, he completely distances himself and start pointing fingers. And and to me, that's another reason why you overrated. Period.
1: Because you're Joe. supposed to be
3: the greatest in the game. Those are like you supposed to take it all. Thank you. Everything.
1: You ever heard him take it on the chin? Nope. Most leaders take it on the chin. Man, it's you never hear him say we. It's always those nope. guys. I don't I'm not going off that man.
0: Yeah, that's why I said, you know, Kyrie just get back to being the weirdo. Stop trying to take pages out of LeBron's book. It's not for you, bro. He, he learned well then, from LeBron. It's not for it's not. Didn't for I say you. that
3: the other day? Yeah. I I said, man, he 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 on he on his bronze stuff, running his mouth, pointing his fingers, and like, no, Kyrie, don't do that. Cause that's gonna get you ran up out of there like it's doing.
2: Clean ran up out of there. <laughs> but see, you, you just touched on it though, BC. I'm definitely wondering what they're doing over there with Elliot. What Matt? what magic has in mind? You know what I mean? They they swung and missed on trying to get 80 over there. At the trade deadline now, are they supposed to put together a similar package and get AD when they see all this turmoil and, and they about to, you know, not about to make the playoffs with this court?
0: That's why this Genie Bus report confuses me because Magic Johnson came out right after the trade deadline and said Dale Demps did not operate in good faith. Mm-hmm. So obviously there was some type of conversation
4: yeah.
0: or some type of situation where he felt like things were not done in good faith. Right. So there had to be a situation, Genie Buss, fake news. False reports, <laughs> trying to clean it up. No, yeah, but it's, it's this way is too this late. is the chaos that late. is. This late. goes back to what KD said, and people jumped over oh, all yeah. on top of him. Oh yeah, there is too much chaos and drama
4: it when
1: toxic, you get LeBron toxic,
0: toxic toxicity. Yeah. When you get one LeBron James, yeah. like yeah, there's a lot of hype, possible NBA finals, at least in the Eastern Conference. Mm. But
3: everything man, else don't that comes nobody. With it, man. Nobody wants to take the blame. Like, you're already going to get blamed in the media, and that's the other thing. Like, you're going to already get blamed in the media. The media is never going to talk about LeBron James. But it doesn't matter who his teammate is. That's why Kyrie left. So if you play with KD, the same the same thing going to happen to KD. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants that. So how does LeBron, 34, 35? 34. 34, 34? Yeah. It's going to be some lean years in L.A., man, because I don't think they can get nobody out there that can, like, Do what it is that they're trying to do. And like you said, what is Magic doing? This one, I think Magic's just trying to sell tickets. Hey,
0: Magic said if he doesn't get the job done, he'll step down himself. You see, uh, that's what he said. Got
2: Lonzo in there, got D'Angelo Russell out there for the, you know, was that his first move?
0: I said, I tweeted this out jokingly LeBron literally should blame D'Angelo Russell Mm. for his issues right now. Mm. No, not D'Angelo Russell. He should blame Nick Young. Because if Nick Young never cheated,
5: (laughs) Uh, D'Angelo
0: Russell would (laughs) have never taped him. He would be the point guard, uh, and they would have taken Jason Taylor.
3: No, it doesn't. See, that's the thing. Damn. It don't matter who your point guard is. When when LeBron James come to your team, you the point guard. You're not the point guard no more. Nope. Period.
0: Nope. Great point.
3: He's taking everything. Yep.
0: Great point. At this point, So, you it doesn't matter.
3: Like, like D'Angelo Russell could have been there. Lonzo Ball could have been there. I, uh, I, Isaiah Thomas could have been there. It don't matter. If you the point, when LeBron come, you'd have lost your job. You better learn how to play off the ball.
1: I, I can't stand that, B.C. So, you that's crazy to me. So now, I'm like the other night, the Lakers beat, I don't know who they beat the other day. Reggie Bullock hit a couple threes from the corner. They came back against the Rockets. The, against Houston. LeBron does that. They call it making the right play. He drives and kicks. They and go up New five. Orleans,
0: when he hit that little fadeaway in the that corner. Luck, yeah. That
1: was luck. I mean, but that's LeBron. Of course he's going to make that. Stars yeah. make those plays. And I'm not trying to say he's not an all-time great. Don't get it twisted. He is. And you're yes. a fool if you say otherwise. But. My thing is, just like that Reggie Bullock situation, he wouldn't take none of the shots before that. Because if Reggie mm-hmm. Bullock misses, then it's, see, LeBron don't have the right shooters yeah, out there to help. But then they go up four or five. Now LeBron can get on the wing, do his one, two, step back, three. If it if it goes in, they go up eight. If it misses, whatever, because we still up five with 40 seconds left.
3: Mm-hmm. That's what I don't man. like about LeBron, man. And yeah. I don't like LeBron is the only superstar to get a pass for not taking over the game in the moment. Like, he get patted on the back for passing to a bum. And you LeBron James. Like, well, like, how, like, why are we celebrating that?
1: Hey, one more narrative. I know you probably want to move. We need to move on topics. One, one more narrative, man, that I'm definitely not going off of. LeBron is pass first.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Man, I average 27 a game on his life. That's not pass first, man. I just mean he don't have think- no... He doesn't have a go. Let's talk about another thing. Let's talk about now. You want to dig deep, hey yeah, man. Now you want to dig deep. Hey, I see where you're going. Now. Let's talk about a go-to move at the end of the Skin game. Skill sets. Come on, come on, SD. Come on, C4. You hoop. You got to be able to get. You got to be able to get a move off at the end of the yeah. game. Mr. Big Shot had to step back. Larry Legend was getting the three ball off at any t- at any cost. Even Paul Pierce had the step Pierce back. Paul Pierce had the step back. He got back to his spot. Yeah. D. with the step back. Has Big Mike with the fadeaway. Kobe with the fadeaway or whatever. Kobe had a counter for everything. Tim Duncan, post move off the glass. Oh.
3: Just go down the line. LeBron go through his footage. Down the line. go his his go-to is put his shoulder down and run and into, right, his,
1: into the rim. Hey, now it's that drive, That step back three now. No, now <laughs> it's that coming downhill spin move in the lane oh, that yeah. Joe Kim took yeah. a charge on the other night. Finger roll at the cup. Yeah, yeah man. No, I'm not going off that, man.
3: A but bonus. the 27 points, I ain't going to really knock him because The man is, like, that good. He can get
2: 27 that's, points.
1: That's, that's my their point, top B.C. 10, top 10. That's my point. Edition out. So y'all want to tell me he's – but he's passed first. Y'all heat it because he's about to pass Mike on the scoring list. Man, he played more – he's played, <laughs> He played more years. I, I had this argument yesterday with Paul McPherson on Instagram. Paul Mack. P. Mack was telling us how LeBron is the greatest and he's going to pass Jordan and all Whoa. this. I'm like, he, P. Mac, bro. The great P. Diddy, Paul, Paul P. Paul McPherson Mack. is yes. one of
0: the greatest stories I've ever you heard. I love Pack. Yeah. One-on-one game between him and Quinn Richardson. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't hear about oh, that. Oh, we'll have to talk about it off air. Okay. Before I release it on air. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's
1: classic. Oh, I can only imagine them <laughs> two goons going at it. <laughs> the podcast, according to sources, right here
0: on A2S Network when we come back. We're talking college hoops. Why does college hoops in the state of Illinois suck so bad? <laughs> it's abysmal. And I like we'll that, get into I like IHSA brackets coming up, sectional finals and the super regionals on down to state. Why are the top three contenders in 4A from the city in the same bracket? I thought we had a better option to get downstate with more than one team. We'll mm. talk about it right here. Mm. The podcast, According to Sources. You're listening to According to Sources with B C S D and C4 right here on A2S Network. Welcome back in. The podcast, According to Sources. I am your guy at SD2Mikes. Uh, at Mr. Crawford, Brian Crawford. He had to step away he's on business down in the Dirty South. We got my guy C4Dunk, Chris Kaysen, and special guest today, the Bigs at hey. Tomlin does it. Terrence Tomlin at Stay Humble. Eugene McIntosh lighting it up with us. And we're about to get into uh, this IHSA bracket. And I just want to go to the bracket where Curie, Simeon, and Whitney Young are all in the same bracket. And two of them will have to face each other to get downstate. That's the way it's looking. But the new format, we were told that they were giving more opportunities to kids, to teams from the city right. to get downstate, more than one, max three. This right here, man, I, I'm i tired of it. Because if you ask most of these city coaches, they, man, if they have to go down to Evansville or Edwardsville to play in that bracket, they let's go.
1: People they don't mind. There, Matter of
0: right. fact, Simeon ended up losing um, – I think two years ago, mm-hmm. they went down and lost maybe two. I think it was either they lost to Belleville. Okay. In a close game. Okay. Because they were in that bracket further down state. And then the bracket that ended up being over here at Chicago State, I think Whitney Young
1: came out of that bracket because Whitney Young up, beat Evanston. Ended up winning it. Yeah.
0: Yes. So, the opportunities. Is Curie just flat out the best team
1: in the state? Before we continue on, man, we got to give a – Yeah, we definitely have to do this. Go ahead. We have to give a shout-out, actually not even a shout-out, an RIP Mm -hmm. to the Irvin family, Nick, Mike, Cindy. Definitely. Lance, Mac, and everybody. If you're in this hoop world of Chicago and you play high school basketball, then the family alone, uh, Father Irvin, somebody has touched – touched you in some type of way so i think lit you up on the court or lit you up on the court (laughs) one One of those one of of them but if you've come in contact with the family then you already know what mama irvin and papa irvin meant to the community so definitely i think mama irvin uh passed this morning Mm -hmm. maybe uh, early this morning yeah so we all want to say uh give our condolences to the family and um i'm sure nick will be trying to win this three A state championship yeah, for mom. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Absolutely so, sending condolences that way.
1: Yeah, Nick is a good the the the, the period are are very good people. I you know, I graduated with Tuan and they were very, very influential in Antoine Walker's life. So I know Tuan is hurting. So again, condolences to the Ur, to the Irvin family and uh yeah we'll see Nick Tuesday. They are definitely the uh, favorites
0: to win that three A.
1: Once again it'll probably be a
0: a rematch
1: of the finals with. Oh, uh, so let's get back to to your to your original question. Yeah, Curry is Curie the best team in the state, hands down. Well, I
2: don't know about the state. We haven't seen uh,
0: Belleville West is still out there with EJ. EJ, Ledale? you know how it goes yeah. around okay. this
2: time of the year. It's right. always that that team from across, you know, however far away that comes up and, and surprises you and shows them that they had game too. But uh Curie is special, you know, this year, man. Every time we've seen him, I love. The way they play, man. They play fast. Their guards are, 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 are savage. You know what I mean? they not Mike, afraid. I'm a, man, oh, Mike is on. usually
0: very calm. Yeah. Mike has been talking a little trash. Has he? Yeah. I see these little comments in the paper like, okay, Mike, you know you got a squad this year. Okay. Uh, exactly. He knows he has a squad. But what makes them so – is it the guard players? Is it their versatility? What makes Curry so difficult? Because I literally in a championship game – Just watching it unfold on Twitter, I thought Morgan Park had them in the city championship game, and it seems like Kyrie just wore them down. Yeah. And once it got
1: close, they just took over. It's a testament to Mike Oliver, man. I've been knowing Mike. I've been with Well, I actually, one of my little homies went to Curry back in like 98, 99, Baron Thelman. He actually went to UNC Wilmington, and they made the tournament. So we used to go and practice with them back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I've known Mike for over 20 years. And one thing that the Curry squad would never do is get out of the element. So like you said, mm-hmm. with Morgan Park, they were up, I think, seven in that fourth quarter. But then they started playing. Not to lose instead of to win. Mm. And that was right up Mike's alley. That's the,
2: never how Curie's gonna play. At, at all.
1: You know? and, and I yeah. thought with you know, the guards that Morgan Park had, I thought,
0: man, seven, eight point lead in the fourth quarter, like, okay. If they would have kept good. playing,
1: yeah, if they would have kept playing like they had the first three quarters, yeah. But then when you fell right into the into the Curie lap. And they started creating turnovers, and then you start getting antsy, and then that's all you need—one or two, you know—one or two possessions. You know how long seven minutes is in a high Man, school game, it's all day. forever. So, yeah, Curry is the best team that I've seen this year, and they—you know—Mike never has like that All-American, that D1 Kentucky recruit or Duke recruit, but. He does have Dewan Gordon, who's going to Kansas State. Right? And we've seen Kyrie what, four or five times this year? And it's crazy. Dewan Gordon always has 23 points. Fifty Every time it's 23 Quietly. points. But, yeah, many different ways. Yeah. Offensive rebounds, dunks, threes, mid-range, layups. It's, it's crazy. And, yeah, just a testament to the way Mike Oliver runs his squad over there. Man. But,
2: SD, to your point, man, the way this the, – the bracket, you know, shakes down. You know, you when you're talking about – a chance to go to state, then all of these, you know, you got to talk about a Whitney Young uh, to come up and and take a game from Curie. You got to talk about Simeon to come up and take a game because even though they've, you know, been shorthanded, pretty, you know, pretty underwhelming season as far as Simeon's standards go, but you can't bet against them.
0: Yeah, let me correct myself. Mm -hmm. I apologize. Mm -hmm. Simeon is in the bracket with Bloom and Marion.
2: That's that's gonna be tough. All right, Where so
0: is that? That is the Eisenhower oh, sectional. Oh, I hate Eisenhower. And they play Tuesday night. It is uh, on with Flossmore versus Bloom at Eisenhower on
2: Tuesday. Bloom has been and on the cut. You drop a down, years. yeah. Yeah. You Young drop team. down
0: and at uh seven o'clock the next game is going to be Simeon versus because they just beat Brother Rice, right? So the Simeon versus Marion Catholic.
1: Now this is this is Eisenhower. This is the Eisenhower, and section. both of these games are Tuesday. Tuesday,
0: damn, over there on 127. Yep, at Eisenhower.
1: Okay, I- Eisenhower has a soft spot for
2: me. That's where I took
1: my ACT with D Rose.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was Eisenhower doing our thing. So every time I hear it, I'm like,
1: yeah. And I hate Eisenhower because that was my last high school game of my career. We lost to Brother Uh, Rice with Rico Hill and Britt Booker. In the sectional? In the the sectional sectional to go downstate to. Oh, the super? No, it was a sectional because then we would have played Lions Township in the super sectional to go downstate.
2: And been downstate. Sorry,
1: bro. Yeah, I'm not going to Eisenhower, man. (laughs) The St. Lawrence sectional. Is that Morgan Park and Mount Carmel? Does Morgan Park play Mount Carmel? Mount Carmel, yes. And that's St. Lawrence? Mm hmm. And that's Tuesday, too, right?
0: That's Tuesday as well. And also, uh, Friday is the Hillside out in Proviso West. Whitney Young uh, plays. No, Curie plays Riverside Brookfield. Okay. And Whitney Young got. I don't see who they play yet. If Whitney Young gets by them, then, then Kyrie and Whitney Young will play to go downstate. Wow. And yeah. that will end up being on three twelve. Three twelve would be that super section.
1: Yeah, March you 20. know, they talk a good game about trying to allow city schools to get down there, but they don't They don't, them know them they don't down really. Down you you know what they're they trying it to it avoid. At
2: all. Exactly. You know what they're trying to avoid. You know, any perceived issues when they get down there to uh, where they go to Bradley, you know, when they get downstate. So, hey. You know, if they want to see what the uh, the kid at Belleville has, if one of these uh, these teams from the uh, from the CPS can go down there and make some noise, we we'll definitely be rooting for them. But I think if they got this together, we could see like a CPS takeover.
0: Let me ask you a question:
2: Would the state tournament be
0: liver, fresher, doper, more lit, whatever you want to use,
1: if they moved the state championship to the United Center? Of course it would. If they moved it to the new DePaul Arena. Wintrust. Wintrust. Yeah. Come on, man. It'll be super cracking.
2: That's that's really the perfect size. I think that UC may be a little bit too big for how to get down.
1: Yeah,
0: because you have all these kids from the city, and their parents are really the only ones that can make that
1: trip downstate. If you actually had a city team in a championship, bro, did you, see, Wintrust? Did you see the girls— us uh, Marshall State Championship game last weekend. Yeah, you Shout see out the, the Dorothy Gators. Uh, on the another GOAT. state championship. The goat. Did you see the little fan Like they do that purposely. They know. Yeah. we can't no, travel down no one there got like love that. If it wasn't for people like me and you, come Parents yeah. tweeting it out. Come on, man. No one would have known. And that's that's the whole thing behind it. They know what these them, those people know what they're doing, man. To keep us from down there and keep the whole crowd from coming down there, sending it up and really having. You know that fan base behind him to go Having crazy. Fun. Yeah. yeah, man. Marlo Finner
0: leaving Kenwood. Your thoughts?
1: I already he know. turned that he turned that program around. Check it out. He did. Marlo had enough, man. That wasn't you know Marlo mm-hmm. how he came up at South Shore and played yeah. in Missouri. He had Formed enough. Former prep over there. star over at Phillips. He had enough, brother.
2: And you could really see it on you know on his face over the last couple of years, uh, you know how you know didn't really have the talent that I. I'm guessing that he won it. Uh, they were never a tough, you know, never a tough game when you get out. You got over there with Marlo. But it was time. It was time for him. You know that, that losing will, will get
1: to you. Yeah, Marlo told me a couple years ago that he just couldn't, you know, that the guys weren't tough enough. And I'm like, Marlo, you coaching at Kenwood, bro. These kids <laughs> are from Bronzeville and the high part. No disrespect. Yeah. They can still ball, but that's not Where you come from, you come from the gutter. You want that, that's not what you're going to get from these kids. But like you said, SD, he definitely turned that thing around over there. So Mm -hmm. big shout-out to Marlo, but, man, you got to keep it moving. Yeah, so EJ Liddell and
0: Belleville West, I think this is a perfect segue, and we're about to talk about why Illinois college basketball is abysmal. I'm just going to keep using that word. It is abysmal (laughs) when I look at it. I had somebody ask, I put it out there on social media. I actually had a friend of mine respond and say, well, man, when you look at Illinois, don't you think they're turning it around? I'm like, bro, they are like 10 and 16. What are yeah. you talking, turning what around? With some bad losses. What yeah. are they turning around? And they lost the Florida Atlantic earlier this year. I'm just going to say that, man. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> C4, you laughing, man. Okay, that's my alma mater. It's not funny. (laughs) It's not funny. See, my basketball pride is all Morgan Park these days. That's it. I I don't hang my hat on the Bulls. I don't hang my hat on Illinois. I hang my hat on 1744 West Pryor Avenue. That's what my basketball hat is. Should have been a Mustang,
2: right? Should have been a
0: Mustang. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I go home and pull out my green and white gym shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Pin them to the wall like, there you go. You check me on Twitter, I'm sending out the horses, the emojis. Like, let's go. Another 3A title. I don't care if it's not 4A. It's a state championship. Period. Put it right there next to the trophy with Levi Cobb. Yes, I'm going back
1: that far. Wow. Y'all ain't got three or four since then.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Another salute to the Irvin
1: family. Straight
0: up. Pops and moms. For what they put into their kids. Straight up. We're reaping the benefits over there at Morgan Park. But literally, we had the Porter Moser story, the Loyola story, right? Sister Jean, Cinderella, Final Four went down at the hands of Michigan after a great game. Looked like they might be able to get Michigan, and Movac, Wagner yeah. just took over. Hmm. I think they're in first place, they struggled. Right before conference season, they came back in the valley, played very well. I think they share they share uh, their co-champs in the valley. Of course, they're probably because of their non-conference. They'll have to win the tournament to get into the Big Dance. So maybe we might see Loyola back in the Big Dance. And I'll shout out to Porter Mosier making a big indent as far as recruiting
2: in the public league. He's Absolutely. been getting he's been getting some players.
1: We got Marquise Kennedy from Brother yes, Rice. Yes, he did. He snatched up
2: one of our players of the year from Whitney Young.
1: Oh, Lucas. Yeah, Lucas got Williams boomed on. Did y'all oh, see Lucas? that? Yes, yeah. I did yeah, see him yeah, get yeah. boomed on. Yeah,
4: Lucas got to the same barbershop. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah? Okay, Y'all, he's a great kid. He's a Real great kid.
2: Definitely.
0: So when we talk about it, what's at the core of this? Because, I mean... You know, old school cats would definitely say, all oh, goes back to Lou Henson and Jimmy Collins."
1: That's my favorite Jimmy thing. Jimmy Collins, I, that's not why, not getting a job in Illinois. That's my, still that's residue. the main reason I don't like Illinois to this day. See, for I have to when I send my IO love out, I have to always preface it with "It's nothing against the kids." Like right. I just that Jimmy Collins thing rubbed me the wrong, but that shows our age as well. But yeah, yeah that's 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 stuck with me for the longest, man.
0: That's amazing that that's still resonates with people, the fact that once Lou Henson was gone, they went over Jimmy Collins. And didn't give him the job eventually. He got a job at UIC, that's Right. And that's when he had Sherelle and uh, Don uh not Donnie because Donnie was
1: at uh he was Colorado. Colorado, right. Yeah.
0: But he had those great teams and they man, those are really good Did teams. He coach Mark Miller. He coach
1: Mark Miller and those guys too?
0: I believe so. And and the uh the uh House uh and Bailey and, and Bays, yes.
1: Bailey, bro. No, like one no. of them went to Loyola. Yeah. Right. Aaron. What um, that, what's uh, that uh, The little small point Martell? guard was the one that No, no. Martel. Martel, I think. Went he to went it. to Loyola. He went no, to Loyola. No, he went to. No, he. Lil Dave went to Loyola. Dave went to Loyola. Martel right. went to UIC. But right. Sed right. Banks was Sad there. Banks was there. Yep. You're right. Okay. Yep. okay.
0: We got it together.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. You start throwing these names yeah. out there.
0: It's like, man. I'm talking about iconic, legendary Chicago Hoopers. And you will watch the tournament this year and they'll put a stat up, there are 85 <laughs> D1 players in the NCAA tournament from the city, from Chicago. Right. And it's like, what? Right. Like, I'm watching the other night, and my guy plays uh, DraftKings, right? Okay. And he's like, Sean, I know you watch college basketball. It's like, is there anybody I should grab? I'm like, yeah. Anytime Chris Clemens is playing, grab Man, like, Chris man. Clemens, who is that? I'm like, just shaking my head. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you're from Chicago? It's like, he's about to be like one of the top 10 scores ever man, in man. the history of the NCAA. Like, man. grab him. But just that just shows you the, the plethora of talent that exists. And I'm talking about even with people leaving the city and going to the South. I mean, we've had almost, I think it's something crazy, like 20, 5,000 people leave in, like, the last two years? Yeah.
2: Wow. The exodus. The last
0: four years or something like yeah, that? It's gotta yeah, it's got to be four. Yeah, the last four, I think, four to five years, like, 25,000 people leave and go to other states. I know friends of mine that have moved down to Atlanta, to Texas, and mm-hmm. other areas because of the situation going on with jobs in the state, yep. and taxes, and everything else just looking bleak, and it's impacted. You see kids, like... The, uh, the kid from Kansas that most people wouldn't even know.
1: Lord Charlie. That's Dotson.
0: Charlie. Charlie Charlie's Moore. from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Dotson is originally from Chicago. Really? Yeah. He's originally from Chicago, moved out to the East Coast. Okay, okay. And ended up in Kansas. Okay. Most people don't know that. I mean, nope. it's just tons of stories. The kid that was a freshman um, hit the big shots for Morgan Park Na- two Na-Mari. years ago. Namari, Na-Mari. Burnett. Na-Mari Burnett. Burnett. hmm that was on the reality TV show. Now yeah. he's out in California. You see all these Khalil kids. Whitney. Khalil Whitney on the East Coast yeah. now going to Kentucky. Yeah. Um, just so much talent mm-hmm. from Chicago that's homegrown that ends up going elsewhere and ends up at these colleges. There's no way Illinois should ever be in this position. That's where I stand. I'm, I'm sorry. Illinois should never be sub 500. It's too much talent. The talent goes to Wisconsin.
2: The talent goes
0: to Iowa. The talent ends up in Michigan.
2: Big 10. Same. Yeah.
0: It's like, so how do you miss out on that? And if it's as simple as Jimmy Collins... Then we need to do something. We need to bring Jimmy Collins back, <laughs> have an apology ceremony. Let's get this right, <laughs> right? Even bring back Chief Alina Wegg. Whatever we oh, have to do, wow. I mean, dude. And that might be disrespectful, he but I'm trying to bring dis- back everything that was around to make things right. Like how we need to make this right? right, make it right. You guys have seen the new, the uh, the lame new uh, alma mater instead of alma mater, which is you know what they used to call Chief of Line Awake, now is Alma Otter. Oh, wow. Like, Mascot is actually an otter. Come on, brother. Dude, I'm
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what what made it off the floor? Yes, sir. That made it off the
0: cutting floor. Are you just talking
4: about that one program or all of
0: them? No, period. Okay. Because, like I said, I like what Porter Mosier is doing. Yeah. He's making an indent, especially in a public league. Wisconsin comes and grabs talent because they have Howard. mm -hmm. Yeah. I was always connected to these these uh kids. McLean is even connected over UIC. UIC is having a very good year, but they have to win the tournament to, get, to go to the big dance. Right.
2: But they have kids from the public league. Th- this is, you know, speaking, I'm not going, you know, not one taking- I'm the youngest one in the group over here, man. <laughs> so I'm I'm putting myself in these students' position. You know what I mean? In these student athletes' position. When you talk about the the caliber of player that Loyola can recruit that guy is going to be very happy to go and be a Rambler. You know what I mean? Okay. When you're talking about a, a D1 program like Illinois and, and that caliber of player that you will be picking from here, they want to get the hell out of Chicago, man. You know, they, they want to get away from home and just be away. I can, I can see that because
0: life, life is different now. The world is much smaller than it was back when the flying the like.
2: I'm sure y'all know they don't have those same values. They don't value keeping it homegrown. You know, they like, look, if I got game, I can go play anywhere. Who cares about putting on for my city? And, and we saw Io and Taylor that be the driving force behind them, you know, trying to keep it, you know, home is, hey, I can put on for my city. I haven't seen too many, you know, young cats with that same mindset that care about putting on for Chicago because and they man, messed
0: that situation
2: up. Ruin with, that situation with Talo. I
0: yeah. don't even want to dig into yeah. that. But you know, I man. He, still, he still
2: catches a lot of heat for that, you know, from that. You know, and, and and all the politics, you know, can't forget about the politics that go into, you know, that type of thing when we when we're talking about Chicago hoopers, the politics that'll get a Talo over to Illinois, man. It's tough out here. A lot of a lot of behind the scenes stuff that that goes in, that goes into it.
0: Man, look. Let's just go ahead and just be transparent. I don't care what it takes. I, man, I don't need an AD, SID, whatever other, other D is involved with the athletic department. <laughs> like, man, if you ain't ready to come with a duffel bag, then don't take the job. Yeah. This is collegiate sports, man. If you're yeah. not ready to buy that tractor,
5: blue like chips. we're talking
0: about blue chips, mm-hmm. if you're not ready to give Butch Mama a house mm-hmm. yes. and a job, then get out. Yeah, this is the game. This is the game we play. Report just came out. I was reading that Duke players aren't even required to take classes at Duke. They can take classes at UNC Greensboro <laughs> or something. Nice. Like this is fact. So that's really a job. Some of them never ever take classes at Duke University. That's crazy. Yes, that's,
4: well, that's
0: part of the game. How maybe? does that even work? Like, because, dude, I'm sure it's legal. <laughs> For them to be doing it, I'm sure it's legal. It probably has something to do with the network of school of, yeah, of public schools, right. mm-hmm. even though it's a private institution. Yeah,
4: I'm pretty sure there's some, there's loophole. some loophole. Man, what?
0: Yeah, we did, need we need
2: the documentary on that one. Gina, about. That's crazy, right? That's we, crazy. We need the doc about the, uh, the Duke the dude players being seen on if, campus at North Carolina during care, the week.
0: I don't <laughs> care if they can go take classes at Parkland.
2: <laughs> right.
5: You know what, right. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, right. champagne. Like, yo, make it happen. There's no way, no way. DePaul, number 16 ranked class. Yeah, you letting DePaul come in <laughs> and upstage you? Now, shout out to D- I like Dave Lato. Mm-hmm. I like Lato. His his second when he around. came, his second first yeah. go first go round. Right. he shouldn't have left. He he got sent off going to Virginia. He should have stayed here Ooh. because the squad he had with Sammy Mejia. He was building something. He was. He was building a foundation. Once again, he gets Marquise Jacobs. He gets another kid 6'4 guard out of uh, California. California, yeah. And another big man. And um, then they have another guy that's red-shirting. That's supposed to be pretty good. Okay. Coming back. So, I guess,
2: that is that what we're holding on to? Going to Wintrust to watch Dave Lato and the Blue Demons? Well, it's definitely up for grabs and I think that's what DePaul feels. It's like, okay, if they if Illinois and these other teams ain't going to dip their hand into the pine here then, then this is our backyard. Right in the heart of the, you know, downtown really in the South Loop. DePaul has the upper hand with a with a new arena. And yeah. I get it, man. If you really mm-hmm. want to be a top program,
0: you have to cast a wide net and recruit nationally. I I get that. I get that. But there's only so many guys that can do that. Bill Self could do that. And he got. himself was a salesman. He could, yo, walk in and talk to your mom, like, man, that's I'm coming to Champagne. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. Walk into a kid in Texas, Dallas, Texas, talk to his mom. Exactly, and yeah. that kid say, you know what? I'm going to hoop in Champaign, Illinois. And we're talking about Darren Williams. All
1: right. Mm-hmm. Champaign, Illinois. I'm
2: going to Champaign, mm-hmm. Illinois from Dallas, Texas. Exactly. You know? Now, what was it that you know, why did B- Bill Self leave? I understand he went to Kansas and everything that comes along with that. But he was really the Come guy. On, man. you all know,
0: right. look, man. <clears throat> Bill Self got a little wheezy to him, man. Got a little duffel bag. You big, know, big,
1: big, big, took Jarence with him. Oh, I- you see Jarence all around. He's the one that
0: carries the bag.
1: Period. Period.
0: He's a car- He carries the bag. Anytime you see Jarence at a game in, a sh- in Chicago, it's like, uh oh.
1: Yeah, watch out. Morgan Park and Simeon. I'm like, oh yeah, Jaren's here for Adam Miller. Yeah, he, Adam here Adam Miller. What up, Jaren? Sneaking around
0: <laughs> sneaking around the hen house. What? <laughs> Fox sneaking around the hen house and I'm sitting up here like Adam Miller should have been locked down already. Terrence Shannon. We still we still working this out with him. Wow. Now Texas Tech is coming to the oh, coming wow. to play. Wow. It's like, come on, you can't close a deal? How are you not closing the deal with these city kids that are showing interest? Io opens the door. Taylor opens the door like yeah. you have it. You can make the biggest impact in the world. Forget all the other stuff. You're the head coach. You sit down and say, man, I don't care what y'all saying.
2: That's exactly how I feel. I don't here.
0: care what you say. I don't care how you feel. Yep. Whatever. You feel like you're not going to send me anybody else? Cool. We're about to kick this door down. Right. Because the rest of the prospects that are coming, they're gonna see this and say, I wanna be a part I'm of it. Down, that. hell yeah. But you want a kowtow. Tap dance. And I love Io. Oh, yeah. But you wanna tap dance? Come on, man. Come yeah, on, I need I'm Nick, not... I need I need Nick Nolte, dog. It's a. I I need Nick Nolte down there as my coach, man. Uh-huh. I need him. <laughs> need to make and happy. I need happy making <laughs> things happen <laughs> as a booster. Ooh.
4: Yeah, that's a, I don't know. I mean, I look at, like Terrence was just talking about just the mindset of city kids now. I don't. Think that was they, a good point. I never yeah, really looked at I mean, it like that. You think about the attention spans and most of these kids are 14, 15. So when you're telling them stories about early 90s, 80s, like, okay, that's cool. And you know what it's, else? It's not is... what they come up from, man. Right. You know, we don't. Just with the the ball players now, how much of the history of Chicago basketball do they know? While they're coming up, I don't think that's instilled in them yeah. at all anymore. So. Mm-hmm. What we knew
0: about cats nationally, we read in a mm-hmm. magazine. Yeah, I speak for myself. Probably. I read in a magazine, or I heard from you my boy mouth. Yeah. that actually went to a ABCD camp right. and came back and told somebody, and then I found out from them right. about this guy. Or we were blessed to have a Deion Thomas, or blessed to have a Jawan Howard, right. or blessed to have an Antoine Walker that was nationally acclaimed. They be like, okay, cool. So now we're seeing who they play against. We're reading in the Trib or the Sun-Times about a national team they went and played against. We're seeing Derek go up and play in New York and take his only L in Madison Square Garden in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're reading like, oh, man, who is this? Kemba Walker? Yep. Word? Yep. Who is this dude that put out 30 on Simeon? Yes, right. sir. And now we see like, oh, that's Kemba Walker when he pops up at Connecticut winning the national championship. Like, that's the dude that beat Simeon and Derek. So now the world is so much smaller because even at AAU, their best friends in the AAU circuit are not even their teammates. It's another dude yeah, from another from squad in Texas. Yeah. Or another dude they're cool with from a squad in California. So now they want to go play wherever they're going to play. Right. Like, oh, you want going to play here? Right. I'm going to come play with you. It's not like, oh, back in the day, Benji or my boy Nick over at Prosser, come play with me over at Simeon. Period. That was it. Done deal. Right? Oh, we both going to Illinois. Oh, it was sealed. Lock and barrel. But, you know, Jimmy carried that duffel, so... You didn't have to worry about that. Like there was no, like we didn't know. Benji never made it to his ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. But it was well, it was a done deal, bro. Would have been crazy. Oh, done deal. It was a done deal. Damn.
4: A done deal. Damn. You man, imagine you him go on go that
0: flying oh Atlanta squad. God.
4: It would have. I think that would have. And just thinking about what that could have done, just for that. That program
1: and the city just alone. The connection it could have yeah. made. Yeah. Because remember, because Illinois was sending Simeon guys there every year. Oh, other every year. year.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm talking
0: about from like the best down to the Brian yeah, notes. Yeah. And I thought when Brian got down there, I was like, oh, okay.
2: He's another Simeon guy, War 25. And it was just like. <laughs> And, and you know who these young on, who man. these young guys look up to? They saw Jabari go to Duke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they saw D Rose go to Memphis. is and Jaleel. that where Charlie? Yeah, they saw Jalil go to
0: Duke.
2: Yeah, uh, little Charlie. Lil Charlie Lil Moore. went to Lil Cal. Little Charlie Moore went to yeah, Cal, Cal but, initially. Yeah, but then he wasn't he talking about going to Memphis first?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah so,
2: Missouri, Missouri yeah, or, or wasn't he following Missouri yeah he was following yeah, was D. Rose footsteps oh, it, oh okay I didn't yeah, know that. he was trying to be a oh. Memphis Tiger oh, okay. and this is I knew he was considered a Missouri, Missouri on
1: Missouri. the transfer yeah with Quanzo, Kwan- yeah. that's right.
2: remember uh he transferred whenever you know the coach left remember with Quanzo. yeah and then he landed at Cal right yeah so it's the the guys who these young you know these young hoopers are looking up to didn't go to Illinois they didn't go to DePaul you know, you know Northwest all of that's out the window for the top talent in in this in this area. I feel T. Tom, talk to me.
0: Gino, C. Four, best player in the state. Adam Miller, we know that. But oh, I'm talking wow. about the best player in the state that you know people like to just say automatically, just give it to him. The six eight guy from Belleville, right? E. J. Liddell. Yeah, E. J. Liddell. It's like an hour and a half from campus. He chose Ohio State. <laughs> that can't happen. That d- yeah, that, that can't that, happen.
1: That can't happen.
0: That can't happen.
1: Yeah, right. I agree. And, that can't uh, happen. And Ohio State. When Bill at Self
0: that. was there, when Peoria was at its peak, Woo. there was no question.
1: No, not a single. I'm all y'all. Come on, everybody. Matter of fact, Wayne, come on. Yeah, exactly. sit on this That's bench. what you need too. That's what y'all need to come on. Come on. Moms come on, need, Wayne. Need sit right
0: next to me. Yeah. Mom need a crib? She want to live in Champagne. while you here? Okay, Frank.
1: It's all good. Frank, you can th- even throw up the rakes when you get a game. <laughs> if that's what you need to do, come on. You know,
0: Brian Cook, Oof. your soft self. Oof. 6'11", come on. Damn. If you can't put a fence around your state,
1: it's a problem. Ohio State, Ohio State. Not even Duke or Kentucky. No, no. no. I could have taken it. Ohio State. Bro. I could have
0: taken. You know, anytime I lose somebody out of this state to Bill Self, I don't even take it that hard. Right? It's like, you know what? That's Self, <laughs> right? Self. If it's Coach K, he's from Chicago. He is. All right, cool. He has his connections. Ohio State, bro. The Ohio State.
1: The Ohio State.
0: We're not talking about Urban Meyer. He's right. not even there anymore. Right. am not talking about Ryan Day. Mm. The Ohio State. Mm. It goes beyond Illinois and Underwood. He got EJ Liddell out of the state with Kwanzo. And I know Kwanzo has the bag at Missouri. Wow. Kwanzo got Michael Michael Porter and John Porter. Right. The point guard from Simeon is a freshman there. Little X. the X, Pinson. <laughs> yep. Javon Pickett, former Illinois commit, yep. who decommitted.
1: Yep. Jerem- after a- Undermark. And a- Jerem- Jeremiah Tillman. Ain't Tillman, yet?
0: same thing. Former commit. Underwood gets the job.
1: I'm out. in Missouri. I'm out.
0: So there's the problem. There we go. So it, do we
2: need a coach? <laughs> is that it? When, well, when you think about the fact that he, it feels like he just got here. I mean, but the early return, you, you're expecting more. you, know, and man, you and 10 you, and proof. 16
0: is not turning it yeah. around,
2: bro. And like you
0: said, the recruiting, is, the proof is right Come there. On, I could have watched Ayo put up buckets at DePaul. Look. I'm talking live and in person. <laughs> I, think I don't need to buy the Big Ten Network package to watch <laughs> Illinois games. That's just to see thing. Io put up buckets, I could have seen that at Wintrust Arena, man. <laughs> you're not turning a darn man. No, you're not turning a damn thing
2: around. Thank you.
0: You're not turning a damn thing around,
2: man. They may get their first, you know, NBA draft. You know, draft. You know, that's that's the title but that they are going to. Selfishly, with
0: selfishly, I want Io to come back, but I'm like, man, go. If mm. those people tell you you first round,
2: oh, go. They, they yeah. definitely yeah, telling is. them he's first round. If They're telling
0: that? you you first round.
4: Okay. Yeah. Go. Let them Got show
2: that. You. Matter to. of fact, have a combine. great
0: Big Ten tournament.
2: Yeah. And
0: bounce. Yeah. Mm. Bounce. No reason to be loyal. None. Mm. No reason to be lo- loyal. Absolutely. Come on, dude. <laughs> still down there playing with Kipper Nichols, man. Let me stop, man, because I'm about to start disrespecting yeah, kids yeah, man, that are in college yeah. and are giving their best and going to school, getting their education. Very, I'm not
1: trying to do very that. very personal for it's you. It's
0: very man. personal for me, man. So if they get the bag down there in Illinois, we will see some wins. I think it's deeper than the bag, though, because it's at a point now where the relationship, it goes back to Jimmy Collins, is at a point now where it's mm-hmm. deeper than the bag. And that bag can be gotten, Period. By these Chicago kids. So now your bag doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. There's some reparations that need to take place. There's some Jimmy Collins reparations that need to take place. And I know people are like, oh, that's stupid. People are still hung up on that. Man, all right. You must not know. Period. You must not know hoop culture in Chicago. Period. It's just a big family, man. And I don't think people people, understand that. Exactly. It's one big Family, we are all connected and separated. It's like six degrees of separation. Like all oh, men. me and gino first time. I'm like, oh, you played with twan Like I remember we played y'all at y'all Thanksgiving tournament. Like literally, can tell like them the that. game. Like, like what
1: happened? I couldn't believe How y'all
0: start blowing us out? It's crazy. That's Chicago basketball, man. Yeah,
2: exactly. In a nutshell. In you a nutshell. You don't see. You don't see. I haven't seen any of these CPS coaches end up on it. Illinois bench as an assistant coach, nothing. Come on, man. Yeah. Can't That's get crazy. Rob, we can't get Rob over there? We can't.
1: Eh, dude, how did oh, Fisher, that how did Steve. Rob was supposed to bend yeah. in some, on how does Steve somebody. Fisher... Yeah,
4: Rob is supposed to bend on how somebody. Five five? Yeah. How does Steve Fisher get he the fat five?
0: How does Steve Fisher get the fat five? How did he jump of it off? He can't holler folks
1: first. He, he, <laughs> he went and got that nuke
0: first. He went and got nuke, and then he went and got Watson. All who right. who's the big time coach in the public I forgot about that. Once he got Watson, he had Jalen. Mm. Once he had Jalen, here come Jimmy and Ray. All they had to do was get that last piece.
1: Hey, man, go and holler. It was, be- it was between
0: Duke and Michigan, and they knew what they had
1: to do. Go holla at C. Webb, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, Duke, go <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, the game is the game. And college basketball. And you're not willing to. Dude, we just had a federal case surrounding the game. The game is the game. Put the mask off. It's no different than the drug game. Really? And it doesn't matter who they arrested. The game is going to continue. Period. You take one dude off the corner, the next dude's going to be on the corner Mm -hmm. the next morning. You take this executive from the shoe company, guess what? The next executive is going to be
4: right Mm -hmm. there. People
0: like all the AA AAU circuit is about to get shut down. Are you crazy? Do you you know how much money
1: got to be crazy? Two
0: shoe companies laughing at that. Laughing at the Mm -hmm. laughing at the feds, like, all right.
1: Nice try. Y'all tapped us a little (sighs) bit.
0: Meanwhile. Not even tapped. Right. No, and you're right. Right. Some fall guys just took it on the chin, Mm -hmm. and they probably gonna get taken care of on the back end. Of course, of course. Like we got you in the back (laughs) end. Nice little severance check. Trade us. A2S, the podcast. Man, dope podcast today. Once again, go follow us right now. A2S Network. We got more content coming. We got some NFL uh, draft stuff coming, analysis. I got Peyton sons going to be dropping some videos. You'll be in the podcast, be able to check that out on A2S Network. Um, This cat, man. I'm starting to, you know, C4, you know, he's a real private dude.
1: Man, look.
0: But he moves He moves in big circles. Man, look, you know what man, I mean? Look, man. He's a private same. dude, but he moves in big circles. So, you yeah. know, I'm going to have to give C4 his own podcast. Uh, yeah, that's man. That's shit. His own podcast, over, like, on the road. He overdue, like, man. Yeah. Over do, man. I should have told him to do something at the Super
1: Bowl. At the Super Bowl. I should have told him he to he do was, something at the uh, Super Bowl. I was enjoying yourself, yeah, Tom. Yeah, I don't think I would have been there. <laughs> he, hey, hey, <laughs> he, he got some stung. He, hey, he needed the <laughs> bag. version of drink he, champs. He, he needed the bag if he was going to be out <laughs> there working. He needed the bag if he going to be out there I'll enjoy day.
4: this one. Well, somebody can drop the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah I went out there with him. the intentions of working, and it just didn't, it didn't work out nah, that No, you did, right? It's a beautiful
0: thing. man. You deserve that. That's funny, because we actually had a conversation the night before you left. And our guy, J.R. Bang, was down there. Oh, he was. was That's the guy I was telling you. I was talking to him. He was talking about it was dead down there. And I was like, Really? In Atlanta? It was dead? And he was like, Yeah. And it was so funny because I talked to C4. C4 got on the plane. And then I saw C4's Instagram and I was like, (laughs) Yeah, you in the wrong (laughs) spot. (laughs) You're right.
4: That's what it was. Right. Yeah. Because I had heard that also. But it was still early, too. It was early in the week. That Friday saturday before the game i was like okay i see why mm-hmm. my cousin said it was dead down there i was like i see why yeah they just weren't in the
2: i'm looking at one of the thicker things like Is
4: that pay yeah, man
0: look like, at his like, dude. Yeah, like sitting okay, up there see. sharing pictures and steaks
4: with this dude like
1: all right man
0: <laughs> I, I, I,
4: whole weekend was a great experience uh big shout out to gatorade and who's oh man then the story about
0: uh Whose father was at the concert in front of you and joined Cardi? Oh man,
4: my guy uh Carl Anthony Towns senior. <laughs> I <was> with the <laughs> yeah. Bruno. Yeah. Senior. Carl Anthony Towns senior, man. One of the real good dude, man. I've heard I heard story about like every, you know, NBA father or stuff like that. Real good dude. Real good dude. So, man, we get C4 on his GQ thing. Hmm. You working on anything coming up? Yeah, putting some stuff together. Nothing confirmed yet, but got some stuff together. What's
1: going on, man? We're right around the corner, guys. Ugh, man baseball. we got we got to have these. We got to have our our meeting in. A, we don't know when, but it's soon, man, because it's, it's it's heating up. I know we don't. We need to talk White Sox. Mm, yeah, right now I'm gonna mm. leave that to you.
0: Uh, A2S Network. As I said before, look for plenty of content coming up with the NFL Draft. Hopefully, see for a dunk and get some stuff. With his many travels, look forward to his stories coming up. Several publications uh, from a guy, Brian Crawford, at Mr. Crawford D. We bid you adieu until next time. Peace out.